This is the Grow Your Clinic podcast from Clinic Mastery. We help progressive health professionals to lead inspired teams, transform client experiences, and build clinics for good. Now, it's time to grow your clinic. Well, here we are. My name is Jack O'Brien. Thank you guys for joining us. And uh, we've got Brogan Pearsall from Undefeated Podiatry with us. Brogan, how are you going? Good. Thank you, Jack. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's my pleasure. Now, for those who are watching this recording, where on earth are you? It looks like paradise. I am at my holiday caravan park on the border of Victoria, New South Wales, just near Wodonga. Well, I've got a second. I'll just give you a pan yeah. around so everyone can appreciate the beautiful aesthetics of where I have landed. Amazing. For those listening in, you're missing out. There's uh, Sorry. the Tropical Pool Resort on the lake. It's pretty spectacular. And at the time of this recording, this is not over the Christmas break yet. We're in the, the middle of December, essentially, while your clinic is still running, right? It certainly is. <laughs> How good. Now, I'd love to get your story, Brogues, from starting up your clinic. We, You and I, I worked personally with you for a, uh, it was probably a year or so at that time. You went away, done your own thing and, and back in the Clinic Mastery community. So, let's just unpack that journey a little bit. Tell us about starting your clinic. It wasn't undefeated podiatry at the start. And uh, what was the inspiration behind kicking off your own practice? So I started off, I bought a small clinic in the back stalls of Craigieburn. So that's in Melbourne's sort of northwest. It's quite a low socioeconomic area. I was the sole practitioner at the time working for Craigieburn Podiatry. The podiatrist who owned it wasn't interested in doing anything innovative. She wasn't wanting to progress any further. So we had the chat and um, I purchased the, the clinic off of her. From almost day one, I set about modernizing, progressing and moving forward. I battled along on my own for um, probably 12 months before CM popped up in my sphere and I reached out to Dan and and had the chat with him and decided to roll the dice, I guess. It was probably one of the biggest risks, I thought. Maybe purchasing a clinic was a big risk, but I felt like that was a pretty solid risk, whereas you know, putting your trust and your clinic in someone else's hand and, and them offering to hold your hand was a massive risk. But Dan reassured me that you know, at if any stage we we weren't the right fit or it wasn't meant to be that there was no obligation and um and we could part ways. So that was where I was at. We started to look at modernizing. We looked at a new premises. So the CM team helped me through finding a suitable premises that was going to be our own space because I felt like that was one of my biggest like holdbacks was being in a multidisciplinary clinic. I remember the stories of the landlord. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she's only got one cat roaming around the clinic now instead of like three. Our poor patients put up with so much being in the cat house. So we we did have the owner of the house lived there. She was the practice manager. She was everything. She used to leave her her washing in the waiting room, hanging on her clothes for. It was quite an unusual um, setup. But anyway, we located a house on the main street of our suburb. We did the quickest flip. I have a super husband who does his job and also does all the construction, maintenance and repairs that I ask him. So he did a quick flip, I think two months, and we were in our new clinic. We started off with myself and two other podiatrists. It was very overwhelming and we had so much to learn that I didn't know I had to learn, Mm -hmm. but it was a great year. We didn't look back in terms of our revenue went from what we were seeing in a quarter, we were then seeing in a month, and then it progressed from there on. 
Mm. And, and I know when you moved into that new premises and taking on new team members, that there was a massive client experience shift. Yeah, like the fresh branding, the beautiful design, interior and all those sorts of things. Yeah. Yeah. So we engaged a design company in Melbourne and Colette Word in Australia. She was like an angel to me. She was my branding angel at the time. And we spent hours pouring over a name. And I felt like from my journey, our name is Undefeated Podiatry and it's super personal to me. I felt like there were a lot of barriers and walls that I'd faced in my professional career getting to that point. And I felt like Undefeated, if it wasn't going to get me down, nothing was going to get me down. And obviously we had the play on words in there with the feet inside it. So it was, it kind of had a double purpose, which was, which was really nice. And so, yeah, so Colette worked through our our branding, brightened us up. I spent a lot of hours with her so that she could get a feel for who I am and where we were heading. Our client experience, we didn't have one. But when we moved into the new place, we had to start from scratch. So there was so much back work to be done on the client experience front. Obviously, we had um, we were paper-based still. We still hand-wrote <laughs> <laughs> hand wrote notes. Mm. Um, so obviously we shifted to Clinico. We, we jumped on clinic apps. I developed an obsession with clinic apps because I just wanted it all to be done and I wanted it all to be beautiful. And um, I still secretly spend a lot of time on clinic apps. Any automation that I can, I still work on on the daily basis. That, that's sort of my my thing that I enjoy doing is, is getting that client experience and always upping the ante. Mm. And so, was that something that um, that drew you towards Clinic Mastery initially or was it something else? Initially, it drew me in because I had one child, so I had a little boy, and I was finding the struggle between being a mum and having my clinic running at the same time. So, I think that was a big part of my joining to see if I could actually, can a mum do this? Can a mum be a full-time mum and also run a clinic. And I suppose that's where I jumped on with CM. And then it became so much more than just being a mum and a clinic owner. We would go, you know, not just maintaining, we were accelerating and growing at the same time. And I was still able to be a mum. I, I could still be with my son as, you know, as much as I needed to be. Yeah, yeah. So it can be done is the short answer. <laughs> It can be done. Um, I suppose depends on the child. Uh, I have a, I have two now, and my second is a little bit more devilish. But yes, the the long and the short of it is, um, it can be done. So if if anyone's out there thinks you know I'm a mum or I'm a single mum, I don't have a business partner, can I do this? Yes, you absolutely can. I have a wonderful life with my kids. I get to enjoy swimming lessons. I go to gymnastics every week, and I work around the times that sort of suit me and I, I think I do both fairly successfully. Yes, and success is in your own eyes. And exactly. You do a ripper job. I've, I enjoyed our coaching sessions with, you know, you on the couch with little ones in the arms and it was unreal. So rapid growth went from kind of solo in a shared strange old practice to your own facilities. You and you mentioned two other pods, basically tripling revenue, and then you went and took some time to, to take care of things yourself and now we're back here. So talk me through that thought process for you of coming back to CM. 
So just to backtrack on when I finished up with CM, I was actually heavily pregnant with my second, so my daughter, and that was my reason behind it. I felt like I wanted to take a maternity leave that I really didn't have the first time around because I was busy trying to keep my head above water with having this little clinic in this strange house and a few staff members or team members, and we didn't have any systems or anything. So that was sort of the first time, whereas the second time I really wanted to have that maternity leave I felt like I'd earned it. So I took a I took a break from CM and then COVID hit <laughs> and I sort of felt like I was a bit lonely and I wasn't sure whether there was anything else that CM could offer me in all honesty because I had done the growth of moving into the new premises. I'd set up my systems. I had a great team. I sort of felt like I'd reached the limit, I suppose. Yeah. Not that there is such a thing, but I didn't know if there was much more to add. So then I rolled the dice again (laughs) and I rejoined and I was really wrapped that I rejoined. I have seen the growth that CM has had in the time from my first visit to my second. There's so much on offer now, I can't even get to everything. (laughs) So I feel like... You can't eat all the meals, right? Yeah, exactly. And, And you can get that that shiny ball come into your eye and you can jump onto something else or you can jump onto this. There's just so much on offer that wasn't on offer the first time, which is really great if you're needing to work on sort of two things at once or if you need to troubleshoot and you want to jump on to the mastery partners that run every week, you can jump on that. And you've also got your coach, obviously, which keeps you in your lane directed on the trajectory that you want to take. So I think that having that available, there's heaps of coaches now. There's a lot more coaches than when um, I went around the first time and they all have something different to offer. So if you spend a bit of time with someone and you feel like you're moving on to the next stage of your business plan or your painted picture, there's someone else that can help you with that, that element. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which makes sense, right? I think sometimes we, we think we, we need to work with a particular coach and it's like, well, yeah, maybe you do for a season. And then when you need something else, there's the right people available. Exactly. Yep. You know, I'm yep. thinking about your first time through, you had a particular objective. You're like, right, we need to, you know, new premises, client experience, get on digital client notes. And yes. this time around, what's been the key focus? And we mentioned pretty good growth in that first phase in the second phase what's the focus and what's the change been like for you so i'm in a very different phase now um obviously my systems are pretty ironed out i would say unless something new pops up obviously new things do come but um, my hub is super sparkly and beautiful and we're not moving anywhere so it's much more focused on my team and nurturing my team and the culture in our clinic and getting sort of the right people on the bus to make it a really great place to work and to be and included in looking after the team is obviously our culture days and our social events, but also the mentoring and the one-on-ones and the meetings and focus groups that we now have. I think the last 12 months, I've put a lot of focus into improving the team's experience with working at Undefeated. So I think that that's definitely where I've shifted from that initial startup phase or, you know, being reborn phase and branding and client experience to now focusing on having a super team that love what they do, love working where they work and therefore more people want to work with us as well. So I think that's probably where where we're at. Yeah, great. Talk me through the team now, practitioners, admin, et cetera, and your role within that team. So we have one senior admin. She's an absolute jet. 
my backbone. <laughs> so she keeps me on the straight and narrow. <laughs> and I have two client experience officers that are wonderful as well. They've been with me for quite some time now. They are independent ladies who know exactly how things need to be done. They just going from strength to strength. They make things better without me. I was a bottleneck for a long time. I was the one that would say, you know, I I would know something needed to be done, but if I didn't know how to do it, I wouldn't, they wouldn't often come to me and say, how about like this? So they're amazing. And it's taken me a while to get to this super client experience team, but yeah, they're wonderful. We have five practitioners now. We have a new graduate starting with us next year. So this will be our second year in a row of taking on a new grad. And I am super excited to have a new graduate on because I'm also learning with our new graduate program how to deliver it better and better year on year. So they're in most part full-time and we do have a few satellite clinics that some of our practitioners go out to, but mainly they're all on our main site in the house that we have in Craigieburn. So we've got three rooms running um, at the moment and this year we're just opening a fourth room come 2022. Oh, good. And what's your, are you still consulting patients or you mentioned like it's a strong leadership and a personal development journey for you now? Yeah, so my role, I... I'm not treating uh, face-to-face patients at this point in time. I am more of a mentor, so I will sit in with my team members and do professional observations. They also sit in with each other, so it's not just me sitting in and and sort of breathing down their necks. I'll watch them. They'll watch each other. Um, But my team is very much on looking at – sorry, my focus is very much looking after the team. I I did have a period where I went back into consulting, and I absolutely loved it. I love seeing patients. It gives me a real buzz. But I feel like when I have that door shut and I'm in with patients, I lose track of everything else that's going on sort of – outside of that and when you like taking it back to being a mum I I don't have endless amount of hours to do the practitioner and to be the leader so at this point in my journey and to fit with my life I choose not to be face-to-face with patients and I am that sort of leader and I look after my team so everything that needs to be done for them I'm doing it you know as sustainably as possible <laughs> like you say you could go back and see patients if you want you've just got the choice and if and when yes. it's life, yeah. maybe you want to but yeah what are some of those keys that you've learned around leadership and team development that obviously weren't at least weren't necessary in your first evolution of cm has that been a core focus now of coming off the tools people development etc absolutely i struggled to do the mentoring and the one-on-one at the start. I wasn't doing it at all when I first joined CM because we were just keeping above water. But now I have it as a structured regular meeting. I didn't even own a computer when I started CM. So now I I'm great with Zoom and I've got Google Docs and everything. I I remember I didn't even know how to do a document because I didn't own a laptop. (laughs) So yeah, it's definitely been evolving to where it is now and I love my team and I love putting my energy into it but it also fulfills me because I continue to read I continue to listen and I want to become a better leader so that I can bring that into the clinic and I again if I'm treating I'm still sort of focusing on feet and I'm reading journal articles and things which again helps the team but I like to bring that other element of bigger picture to them and, you know, to their personal growth, not just their professional growth, but really making them into a a person that is also growing. 
I love that. That's unreal. And I love that focus because often we come to Clinic Mastery and I was the same, right? Because I was a I was a client of Clinic Mastery for a long time. You come looking for certain things. It might be systems or a Google site or more new clients. And then over time, you're like, oh, I need to come off the tools, not because I don't love patients, but because my team needs it. I need to be more articulate on vision and you know strategic leadership. And so it's been awesome to watch your progression. Yeah, and that's and that's definitely it was unexpected. You know, I did come for the systems and the hub, and I never would have dreamt that I would have been where I am now and having little babies under my feet the whole time. But it has been really quite amazing to get to the point that we're at now. And yeah, it's all about my team now and looking after my team. You've done a super job. Hey, if there's a if there's a clinic owner that's uh, that's thinking about jumping back into CM, what do you say to them? Uh, I would highly encourage them to reach out and pinpoint what they're looking for. They might be looking for something different to what they were looking for in their previous journey with CM, and reach out, chat to someone. I feel like there is something for everybody now. I think it's expanded so much in its offerings that you would be surprised and it's definitely still adding value to my life, to my clinic and, yeah, I think that it's definitely worth revisiting. It's it's evolved over time just like our clinics evolve and just like we look back at where we were 12 months ago, CM is the same. It's evolving all the time. Mm. Yeah, it's unreal and it's great to hear you say that because we do. We work really hard on curating the community. I mean, you think about the community, right? Originally it was a Facebook group and now it's Slack. Yeah. So many clinic owners and all the modules that are new. So that's. I'd also I'd also throw in there that um, I think I made mention to Dan now that I've come back in. Slack is a lot less hectic than it was the first time round. I felt extremely overwhelmed in my first go that it was just constant bang bang bang. There was always something on there. Whereas now it's much more organised. It's much more orderly. I think there's a lot more resources that are already at your fingertips that people are searching for themselves rather than just asking, "Does anyone have this?" Like. If you search in the community, it'll pop up on on previous threads. So mm. I feel like it's not as bombarding <laughs> as it was the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's a really good encouragement. So, folks, if you're listening in, please reach back out, have a conversation. I, I would say, actually, if you can speak to a program like, you know, you and I kept in touch, right, and it was never really – it was when the moment was right for you. It's like when the student is ready, the teacher appears. Is that kind of how it felt? Absolutely, yeah. I feel like um, when you're ready to take that next step forward, don't forget about CM. Don't think you've been there and done that. It's evolved. It's changed. There's more available. Reach out, even if it's just for a chat. You know, it's um, you know an obligation free. You're not tied down. It's not. A, it's not a lifetime commitment. It's just. It's there and and see how it goes. Mm, unreal. Hey. I'm, I'm really appreciative and, and grateful for your kind words and no doubt that experience will really speak to other clinic owners. So uh, if people want to reach out to you, even, even ask your experience, I guess, uh, or check out Undefeated, where can we do that best? Yeah, I would love that. Undefeatedpodiatry.com is our website. If you wanted to reach out to me directly, it's brogan at undefeatedpodiatry.com. I am more than willing to speak to anybody and give back something that I have been so lucky lucky to uh, be involved with and I would love any clinic owners that are not sure or they're thinking about it to reach out and have a chat to me as well. You're a legend. Thank you so much. And folks, if you're listening or, or watching this, that's undefeated and it's F-E-E-T, like feet, right? That's the one, yep. <laughs> uh, super stuff. Thank you so much and uh, we'll let you get back to the lake and the river and the boat and the kids and the pool. 
Thank you so much, Jack. Thanks for having me. Thanks for tuning in to the Grow Your Clinic podcast. To find out more about past episodes or how we can help you, head to www.clinicmastery.com forward slash podcast. And please remember to rate and review us on your podcast player of choice. See you on the next episode.